Hi, I'm Taylor. And I'm Maddie. And it's time for another episode of Sisters Who Posh. We are two sisters who love thrifting and have been reselling online for the past few years. We are sharing all of our best tips and tricks along the way, as well as setting goals and updating our progress each week with brand new episodes every Tuesday. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sisters Who Posh. This week, we are breaking down some work-from-home tips. Yeah, sometimes working from home is amazing, but sometimes you need to make sure you're taking care of yourself and able to stay motivated when you're just like staying at home all day. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that in today's episode. But before we get into all that, Maddie, what is going on this week? So I have a couple updates this week. Um, The first one is I have some conflicting dates coming up. So on a recent episode with our cousin Shelby, we talked about Kite Baby, the kids clothing company that has a warehouse kind of near where I live. And they do this like crazy sale a couple times a year. And it's like usually in the spring and the fall. So we were just chatting earlier today. And it's like, oh, yeah, I should look at when that is. Like, I need to get tickets. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of your homework assignments for this spring. It's like, yeah, the whole perk of me living here. Like, come on, you guys. I'm dropping the ball. But I looked it up. It's three days after my due date. Um, So not sure how that's going to go. I wish it was like this weekend or something. I would totally go. I might still honestly buy a ticket and just like see see what happens. I know, because it's like, if you're right on your due date, then it's like, yeah, you'll probably be coming home from the hospital like the day before that. Like, it's probably not going to happen. But, you know, if you know, we don't know when the baby's coming for sure. Maybe you would be available by then. If the baby comes late and I'm just twiddling my thumbs, but Hopefully could be at this kite baby sale, probably un- very uncomfortable with my swollen feet, but... I could go. (laughs) The excitement of the sale could push you into labor, which might be what you're wanting. I could. Yeah. If I went to the sale, I'd definitely bring the hospital bag in the car just in case. Just in case. (laughs) But yeah, I'm kind of disappointed. Definitely. I'll be at the next one. Um, I think last year it was in like mid-October. So I'm hoping they do the same thing next year. And, but yeah. Our kite baby warehouse dreams might not be coming true for the the next sale. So, bummer, bummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I made a jeggings sale this week. So, oh if you're in, if you're a newer listener, we always talk about selling American Eagle jeggings high-rise jeggings as just like kind of a commodity item where people are always looking for them for about $20. And it's just nice to see 
someone bought some today. So we might have to do another jeggings derby at some point and see who can sell the most in one month. But just wanted to give a a style update that people are still buying them. <laughs> it's so shocking, but like. I feel like I'm in that phase again where I, like, haven't been buying them, you know, to resell. Because in my head, I'm like, oh, like, no one's buying those anymore. But every time I find them at the bins and that sort of thing, like, they always are, like, the first thing to sell still. Only for, like, usually $20, $25. But it's, like, still, it's a quick flip. Yeah. I, like, loaded up on them in December when I was in Chicago. I got them for, like, a really good price. And... I'm ready. So <laughs> she's locked and loaded. Nice. <laughs> and then my third update has to do with my personal shopper for my baby. This week, Taylor has just been going above and beyond as a sister and just amazing person out there of being like, hey, I'm at Goodwill right now. <laughs> do you want this? It in like, you know, a lot of times I don't even know the brand, but you're like, it's a really good brand. And like <laughs> kind of explaining to me the importance of this item that like, this is a nice like quality piece. And <laughs> wow, it's just amazing. Like, and then you're like, it's $2. <laughs> <Like>, you can't <laughs> beat the prices either. So I have been getting some I have a bundle waiting for me next time I see you of baby items, variety of sizes and uh, brands and all of that. But just an amazing perk of having a full-time reseller sister who is also pregnant. So looking at, you know, baby items while she's outsourcing is just amazing amazing perk of my life this week so keep it up (laughs) (laughs) well I can't I can't fully just say I'm like selflessly doing it for you and your baby I am trying to find the boy clothes but it's about if if anyone's ever tried shopping for baby boy clothes yeah it's like way slim pickings compared to the girl section (laughs) (laughs) so I'm always like doing a quick perusal through the girl section just to see if there's anything for you and that's where I've been finding all these great brands. I found, well, okay, we had done that episode with Shelby, two two different episodes we've done with her, where she's like given us like a short list of some of her favorite, yeah, of these small shop kids brands that retail for a lot. So I found a couple pieces from the brand Kate Quinn, um, yes, for a baby girl. So that was really exciting. And they, like Maddie said, they were marked like a dollar seventy nine or something. And then that's like before our coupons the coupon oh my gosh you can't say no (laughs) and then um i found two other items this week for you that were like the brand go gently nation and i was actually back at the same thrift store where i found uh the kate quinn stuff for you the other day and I had seen those there, but I didn't recognize the brand. But then I was looking at them closer and I'm like, they just look like that style. Once you kind of have an eye for like those small shop brands, you can just like feel the fabric, kind of see the color palette. And you're like, something's about this. This seems like it's this is just value. a little bit muted. This is, this is looking really <laughs> cool. Like... Exactly. <laughs> so then I texted our cousin Shelby and was like, is Go Gently Nation a good brand? And she was like, Yes, that is a score. So I had to pick those up for you. 
Um, Amazing. And then I've also found some Zara kids where we didn't think the size would work with the seasons for you in Dallas. But I ended up buying them anyway because all of those, again, they're marked $1.79. And, you know, I've been doing a little thrifting now on Poshmark and Mercari, like, for my own baby. And it's so much fun. But you see, like, how much people are listing some of these items for on Mercari. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, if I'm getting this for a dollar, like, I should really pick this up to sell, even if Maddie doesn't want it. Because it's like, you know, some of those items you can get, like, you know, $20, $25 for. So I just like the jeggings. Just, just like the jeggings. It's a quick flip. Low cost of goods, <laughs> low weight, shipping it on Mercari. Come on. So I... <laughs> I picked up three other Zara pieces, but yeah, so I've like listed them when I got home and I've already sold, I sold one of the Zara sets that was like this pants and top, like little thermal outfit. And then I sold one of the Zara sweaters and I have one sweater left to sell. So yeah, I've already like 40 my, 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 um, initial buy-in for those. So I'm definitely going to keep looking cause, um, you know, hopefully I keep finding stuff that you or I can use. Or Shelby, and then if not, I can always list it on my my reselling. Yeah, closets. love it. What else is going on this week? Okay, well, I had another like sad incident go on. I've been, <laughs> as you know, thrifting up a storm for my baby coming in the fall. And okay, one thing that has been just top of my list for years is there's this brand called Fawn Designs, and they make these like leather looking I think it's actually faux leather but they make these diaper bags and they sell for like 150 dollars like I've literally been seeing people on Instagram that I follow use these diaper bags since like 2016 2017 maybe they're not even in style anymore <laughs> their kids are like in middle school now <laughs> exactly <laughs> but I mean that's what I was I'm like I've known I wanted this exact diaper bag like before I even knew my husband like before we started dating one thing's for sure. I need this diaper bag. When I have a baby, I will have this diaper bag. Okay. Right. So I, I, I've like have a saved search for them on Poshmark and Mercari, but I haven't pulled the trigger on one yet because like they resell even for a lot. Like people have them listed for like hundred, hundred and forty dollars sometimes. Dang. And then people will have them listed for like 70 or 80, but then you click on the pictures and it's like, the leather is like chipping off, peeling. The inside looks like a baby took a dump inside of it. No, just kidding. <laughs> Heavily um, loved. <laughs> Re loved. Um, yeah. And I've been like, even, you know, putting a little couple of offers and on those some low balls and people, they're firm on price because they know that what they sell for. So, okay. So that's the whole backstory of this. Okay. So fast forward to this morning and my friend Lily, who is another reseller in Phoenix, she, her, her account is currently Lily. She this week is doing a booth at this little consignment shop in town. It's all reseller booths. And um, so she has a little space at the store this week. So she was posting on her Instagram story this morning being like, Hey, like I'm at Indie Clover this week. If anyone wants like come check it out. And so I followed their account because I've been meaning to anyway because I have been wanting to maybe do a little pop-up shop at this same store too. Um, Regina's yeah. done it before. My other friend Juju, who's in Arizona, has 
has uh, done the booths there. They're all like one week long booths. So I follow the account and I'm tapping through the stories and they're showing like everything new in this week because today's the day that all the new sellers for the week set up their booths and booth 14, they show that they are selling the fawn design, the exact color that I want, like leather looking diaper bag. And they have it only marked for $40. And, you know, it's not the closest photo ever, but I can see it's holding its shape so well. It looks pristine compared to some of these crusty ones I've been looking at on Poshmark. (laughs) And I'm like, oh my gosh. I like swipe up. I message them. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need this. (laughs) I I don't know what came over me. I'm just like beside myself messaging this indie clover account trying to get my hands on this bag and the store is out in gilbert which i'm in more like north phoenix so it's about like 30 miles away from me yeah um and we have like family coming into town tomorrow so i was like oh like we have kind of a lot that we were planning to do today at our house i don't know i wasn't trying to run over to gilbert today but this this bag changes everything like i have tunnel vision (laughs) So I'm like messaging them and then I'm like, oh, I don't know if I'll make it in today. And they're like, well, you better like, they're like, come get it. Like, I don't think it'll last long. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's not going to last long. So I am like texting Maddie about it. I'm like, I've been dreaming of this cyber bag for literally like almost going on a decade. What do I do? And (laughs) Maddie's like, go, go, go. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm like messaging my other my other friends that have booths there this week being like, "Hey, are you still there setting up? Like, can I Venmo you? Like, I need this diaper bag." And they're like, "We already we already left. Sorry. I might go back later this week to restock." But I'm like, "It's going to be gone." And then I get in my car and I start driving there. And I'm talking to Maddie on the phone and we're like assured I'm like Maddie's assuring me and I'm assuring myself that you know, that girl probably just said it's not going to last long. Like it, they just opened like a half hour ago. Like there's no way. Right. Like I literally got in my car. Like this all happened with everything that I've said in this story so far happened within 60 seconds. (laughs) It took longer to tell you than what actually went down. (laughs) Like they had just the, the story was probably like, I was probably like the first view on it, honestly. Like, yeah, (laughs) the story was fresh on Instagram and the, the they had just opened, so it was feeling like it, it was seeming like it was gonna. The yeah. stars were gonna align for you. Yeah, and I then I message I message Indy, the Indie Clover store, and I'm like, I'm on my way to come now, like, cause I I asked if I could just like pay for it, you know, over Instagram or something, and have them hold it or just put it on hold for me or something. And they were like, oh, we we can't do holds, and I'm like, okay, I'm coming right now. I'll be there in thirty minutes. And I'm like white knuckling, speeding my way over there. I'm on the phone with Maddie in my AirPods. I walk into the store. I turn the corner to booth 14 and I just see an empty space where the bag was in the picture. And I'm like, I think it's gone. (laughs) And it was so devastating. My heart sank. And then I was like, maybe they pulled it for me because they knew I was coming. So I go talk to the I go talk to the sales people and they're like, oh, if it's not there, that might mean someone's carrying it around or like someone already bought it. Sorry, it's not a good sign. And I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like looking around, seeing if anyone's carrying it. So I can be like, I'll give you 60 for it. I'll give you 80. <laughs> Try to like talk them up. 
And um, yeah, I don't see anyone with it. And then she asked the cashier. The cashier was like on the phone or something. And then she's like, hey, did anyone buy a fawn design bag this morning? And she's like, yeah, they just did. And then it was just all that for nothing. <sighs> Devastating. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked that it just sold that quickly. Someone else just so they they knew what they had saw. Yeah. And honestly, you could have bought it to item. resell for forty and made a good profit on it. So I get it. They had it way undermarked. Yeah, they didn't I think know what they, they had. And I don't think they even had it marked like it was a diaper bag. I think that they thought it was just like a backpack, but real ones know <laughs> a backpack a with a lot of compartments. Yeah. <laughs> So now I have my eye on a few more on Poshmark and I also just added it to my registry and also I might just pull the trigger and buy it because that was just way too heartbreaking that I drove all the way there and was just like so excited and it all came crumbling down. Yeah. I'm really glad though that you didn't see someone walking around with it because I feel like you would have been like something would have came over me in the Hannah Montana movie when she has the shoe fight with Tyra Banks that could have been yeah. I could have tackled someone. <laughs> could have got ugly. Your adrenaline was pumping. And then I would never be able to have a booth at Indie Clover because I'd be like You'd banned be the, from the site. The fawn design girl. I'd get a no trespassing like order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, you know, we have time. We're going to get you a diaper bag one way or the other. Yeah. My it's baby's gonna... only the size of a pair, so we have time. Your dream is going to come true, so don't worry. <laughs> don't freak. It was just too good to be true, and it just felt like it was coming together, and it just... It was so... The drive home was so sad. <laughs> so yeah, sad. then you have to drive 30 minutes back home. <laughs> Hour round trip for nothing. <laughs> but I got to see Lily's booth. That was fun, and, you know, it was cool. <laughs> Had you been to that, like... Sale no before okay no that's I've, good though to like see it in person yeah and i've been meaning to it, it's a really cool store i think they i think it's like a chain that started in like utah but hmm. this is the first one in arizona that just opened but it's really cool it's like little booth spaces you rent them for the week for a reseller and then they handle all the like uh sales for you and like you know they man it all you have to do is come in you know, restock it if you want to throughout the week, or you could just let it ride throughout the week. Love it. And from Stuff what I see, fast. things sell fast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So that was heartbreaking. And then, oh yeah. Then I have one last update, not to talk forever, but I wanted to say that I know I had mentioned I had re- redone my shoe inventory a while back and have all the shoes boxed up and on the shelf in my guest bedroom closet. Yeah. And I noticed the other day, it's so nice having it stored that way because I was like pulling shoes that had sold. And just at a glance, I was like, huh, like almost like half the boxes are gone from the top shelf where I had them all stored, which was like really exciting. Mm. I, had a, I think I had like 60 boxes of shoes. So I'm down to like 30 something. And that let me know, like, okay, I need to prioritize going to last chance this week because that's usually where I stock up on the shoes on the 80% off deal. So I did go to last chance on Friday and I did end up buying probably like 12 pairs of shoes. So if you're in the need of shoes, come check out my closet. Love it. Awesome. And also just recommending the in- inventory system. When you're organized, it really pays off. Yeah. <laughs> awesome.
We are bringing to you live our Posh News Update. Each week, we'll give you an update on what's going on in the Poshmark app, any new features, or what's going on in the reseller community. All right, so we have a couple news updates this week, starting off with a Posh News Update. So Poshmark has announced some new features, especially when it comes to their live shows which you know me and Maddie do love to partake in the occasional live show. But they have added a feature where you can like poll your audience. They have like a polls feature available. I've seen some like jokes on people's Instagram stories being like, like we're not really sure like how to use this feature, like (laughs) kind of random, but kind of fun. And I could see it being a good way to like engage with the crowd that is watching your live show. I know like, You know, we've talked in our live show episodes where we give tips specifically for live selling about like asking open-ended questions to like keep the audience engaged. And I feel like the polls will really help with that as a way to like, you know, keep people interactive and, and tuned in to what you have going on during your live show. Totally. I mean, I'm thinking even on like Instagram stories, if people have like a poll on their story, I'm like way more likely to like participate in the poll than I am if they're just have like a question box. Yeah. It's like open-ended where I'm just like, oh, I don't really want to like <laughs> really True. put myself out there. So I feel like the polls are like a low stakes way to like watch a live show. Not that there's stakes to like saying something in the comments, but it's like, I don't know if you don't want, sometimes if there's not a lot of people in a live show and you like <laughs> are commenting, it's like, almost like too much spotlight on you as the viewer where they're like, Oh, hi shop with Maddie 27. And it's like, I don't really want to be noticed this much. Yeah. So the polls is kind of a good in between where you're like, it's more than the heart I would say of like, you know, just like throwing them the hearts. But I, I think it's a good idea of like a good, good way to interact, especially for like sizes or like styles people are looking for. That would be like a good poll question of like what, you know, asking what people are looking for. So then you don't have to like put your specific size or items in the chat too. So, so true. Um, yeah, I think you're right. It's like a easy level of entry for getting engagement where it's like not super intimidating where you're like being called out by name but like you still are like a part of something and like I know like when you mentioned the Instagram stories I'm like I do like doing the polls too and why is that but I think sometimes when people have a poll on their story I'm like doing the poll because like then I want to see what the answer is exactly (laughs) yeah I'm like am I in the majority on this I have no idea like exactly the poll (laughs) yeah so really cool new feature um and I definitely want to try it out in my next live show love it All right, we also have a Mercari News update this week. So Mercari's newsletter came out the other day, and it mentions that they now have this media mail um, option on Mercari to send certain media categories. So it has to be books, movies. (laughs) Let me just start over. (laughs) I was going to say recorders. (laughs) (laughs) leave this in (laughs) who remembers recorders (laughs) if you're sending a recorder in the mail just kidding um okay books movies or recorded or printed music so it has to be one of those media types but then you can use this type of 
shipping on it. And the rates are like pretty reasonable compared to just like the normal like flat rate, you know, mailers we're used to using on Mercari if something's over a pound. But these for the medium mail, like one pound, it's only four dollars and thirty cents. Two pounds, five dollars. Like those those are pretty good deals. So I think that's the the downside of like trying to resell books online where it's like, okay, sometimes they're kind of heavy, like hardcover books, especially, but this is like a great option where I'm like considering listing some books to Mercari and utilizing, I think maybe when you're making the listing, you just have to select media mail as the, the shipping type, but then you're good to go. So definitely an awesome option on Mercari. Yeah, I know our sister Chloe has sold some books on Mercari before, and that was always like her biggest complaint was like sometimes the weight ends up like eating into the profit so much. So, and there's just a whole world of resellers that like literally like just sell textbooks or like, yeah, um, you know, like test material, study guides, and that kind of thing. Um, that's a big business with reselling. So now that you can send things by media mail on Mercari, that'll be game-changing for people that were having to figure out the shipping for all that otherwise definitely all right so that brings us to the main event today which is tips for working from home so this could be like reselling out of your house obviously or you know any kind of work from home situation um that you might have so yes so especially with like being a reseller, a lot of times you are just working on your own at home. So these are really great tips to keep in mind for being productive, but also with like regular remote work jobs being like so popular these days, this could really work for anyone. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like at my work, like it's a fully remote company and we have like lunch and learns on like how to be productive working from home like pretty regularly just because it's like nice to like you know a lot of these tips are not like groundbreaking or anything but it's nice to just kind of be reminded every once in a while of just like little ways to help yourself out and kind of get your stuff done so true okay so the first tip we have is to have like some like noise canceling headphones or even just like normal headphones that you can wear during your like designated work time and like obviously like listen to a podcast listen to music whatever or just wear the headphones so I have these like big over ear Bose headphones (laughs) that I basically wear like anytime I'm working like my full-time job um and I'm not on like a it's like I don't wear them for calls I wear a different headphone (laughs) (laughs) I'm like these are these are just productivity headphones these are like when I'm in my own little bubble working I'm wearing these headphones and it's it's a helpful way for me to like differentiate during the day when I'm working or not so like then if I like take a lunch break I like take them off and like will listen to a podcast like out loud Or like, you know, watch a show while I'm making lunch or something. But then like when I go back to work, I like put the headphones on. And then at the end of the day, I take the headphones off. And it just like helps me kind of differentiate when I'm at home and when I'm quote unquote at work, even though I'm still at home. 
So that's been a tip that's like worked really well for me over the last few years and highly recommend trying it out. If, if you're not, if you're someone that typically would listen to, you know, a podcast while you're working out loud, could be, could be something to try. Yeah. And I have just like my AirPods, but they have like the noise canceling on them too. And it does make a difference. Like, you know, even you know, like, let's say I'm having a photographing day for my reselling. It can really help with like, you know, putting, putting it in the headphones, listening to a podcast with noise canceling on, you know, you could catch up on episodes of Sister Sue Posh by, for example. Um, (laughs) um, But you know, once you have them on, you're in your own world. It really, it like is entertaining enough that it makes like a boring, tedious task, like enjoyable and fun. But it's not like so distracting that like you're not able to like be productive. And it's also like been really helpful and like, you know, sometimes like I just can catch myself throughout the day. Like I didn't even mean to be like scrolling on Instagram, but like suddenly I hear I find myself like on my phone. But having the like noise canceling headphones in while you're like listening to something while you're working, it kind of just like takes away that urge to like try to like find entertainment other places then. Totally. Yeah. All right. Our next tip has to do with making a plan for your day, breaking down your tasks that you want to accomplish for the day, maybe in like hour blocks, um, but also being sure to give yourself like a realistic time frame on things and making sure your to-do list for the day is like doable. That's something that I was super guilty of. And I still am sometimes like working on my own, like I'll wake up and be like, okay, today I'm going to do this and this and this, and I'm going to go thrifting and then I'm going to go to the post office and then I'm going to ship all my packages. Then I'm going to come home. Then I'm going to take photos. Then I'm going to do this. It's like way too much where it's not, I'm setting myself up to fail. I'm planning too many tasks and not enough time for the tasks. So I think being really, really realistic and like bulking things out where you can to block your time and making sure that you're also planning in time uh, like to take a lunch break or to, you know, just like, okay, I'm going to take photos for an hour and a half. And then I'm going to, you know, just like take 15 minutes, half hour and just like sit outside, you know, having those little breaks built yeah. in, it just makes it so much easier to stay on task. So you're not like, there's nothing worse than having a to-do list with time frames, And then like during the first task you get behind, so you're like having to fumble, replan. Yes. And try to still get everything done. But then you just feel like you're playing catch up all day. And it's just not a good feeling. The days where I've like actually given myself a realistic workload and like blocked it with those breaks to like also like recharge. So I'm not just like running on E. That is like such a good tip for staying productive working from home. Totally. I totally agree with that. And yes, I've done that too many times where you're on the task number one or two and you're like already an hour behind (laughs) and it's like okay I'll be eating lunch at 5 p.m at this at this rate because I have 30 tasks I need to get done before lunchtime and it's just like okay yeah so I I think it's helpful too like if you have like a list of things you like want to get done like and then making the to-do list separate from that list of like okay how many can I actually tackle today and then if you like do the whole list and like are able to do like one extra little thing or like get started on a larger task and kind of break it up like then you just feel like amazing about yourself that you're like and it's so much easier to be done for the day when you like 
have the realistic to-do list and you complete it or like, you know, make really good progress on it. Plus when you're, when you're getting like uh, unrealistic, like too much to-do list on your plate, sometimes it helps to like, I think sometimes the reason for that can be like, you're not really prioritizing things well. You're just like adding yeah. too much. Um, and it's like, you're saying it's such a better feeling to like, get the priorities done and get a little bonus extra things done off your to-do list than to like have that horrible feeling of like playing catch up all day. And like, you're like just running in the hamster wheel trying to like keep all your plates spinning and then you don't even get it all done at the end of the day. So you're stressed. So, <laughs> and then maybe something important didn't get done because you were. Right. Um, yeah, I totally agree. Another tip we have is utilizing some of the apps that are out there to help with productivity these days. So one of the apps that I use is the Flora app, and it's a productivity app that kind of locks up your phone. So basically, you set an amount of time, say like 40 minutes, and during that time, like on the screen, a little plant will grow. (laughs) So cute. If you break the, I think you get like a five minute break allocated. So if you need to like check something on your phone or, you know, do something, you like, you're not totally locked out. But if you are out of the app for more than the five minutes during your time that you said you were going to be, um, then the plant dies. (laughs) And then it'll say like, it'll be like Madison killed the plant. And it's like, Oh my gosh. It's, it's dramatic. Yeah. But also you can set like real money with it. If you're like, okay, I really need to like incentivize myself to do that. Killing the plant isn't motivating me anymore. I've killed it too many times. And the money from it goes to like planting real plants. (laughs) Like it's a nonprofit kind of thing. So then also you have like your little garden as well. (laughs) That'll show how many plants you've planted which is kind of motivating too of like, okay, I've been like, you know, pretty productive this week. I've planted eight plants or something like that. So definitely worth checking out if you're, if you're catching yourself, you know, on your phone more than you want to be, that can be super helpful to just reset too. Definitely. Yeah. That's so cool. There's so many cool apps that you could use to with like time management or like social media timers and all of that stuff. There's like so many cool things like that, that exist. So if you have an issue with something, you would probably find an app for it, you know? Totally. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Another tip is to have a dedicated workspace. So right now Maddie and I both have like a room in our house where it's basically just dedicated to working. I have like my posh HQ room and Maddie has her like uh, work from home set up. And then also her Poshmark stuff is in her, that room as well, um, which is really nice. But, you know, sometimes maybe you're listening to this and you're like, I don't have an extra room for that. That's totally fine. We've definitely been there. A designated workspace could even be just like a desk in your house. It could also be just like, you know, maybe you have a tote bag that you keep your work stuff in and then you bring it out to your kitchen table in the morning and then you pack it up at night and put it away. It doesn't have to be anything super fancy, but having like a designated space that you work that is like able to be like compartmentalized and separate from like your like living time, I guess, is really nice separation. And just like predictable where it's like, okay, 
I know tomorrow I'm going to work and I'm going to be working from X. You know what I mean? Like the same or like the spot that you're going to work. That kind of helps make it more routine than like if you wake up each day and you're like, where am I going to work from? Like there is something to say about like mixing it up. Like once in a while I'll work from my like kitchen table just when I'm like, I need to change the scenery or like working from a coffee shop is great too. But having like 80% of the time I work from X, I think really helps. Help us Um, build like good habits and routines. Yeah, definitely. And one, like you kind of mentioned this too, but like a tip that goes along with that is the breaking down of the workspace when you're done for the day. So like, I know at like my desk, I like shut, like I close, slam the laptop, close the laptop and like, take any cups that I had or like snacks that I was eating at the end of the day and like turn off all the lamps and try to like really reset the workspace. So it's, so it's like an inviting place to come back to the next day. So like when I don't do that and I come back in and there's like cups everywhere and like, just like like, closed last night. Yeah. And I'm just (laughs) like, Oh, this is like not a great way to start the work day of just like, looking at the clutter or whatever so and that too if you're if you have like a a work bag that you can just put all your stuff in at the end of the day I mean yes it takes like a couple minutes to then like get it back out the next day but I think it really helps of just like uh mentally like this is the beginning of the work day this is the end of the work day um since you don't have like working from home you don't have that like commute time of like to differentiate your day and have like a little pause you know so true no that's this is such a good tip and it's a little ironic for me right now because I'm literally recording this podcast sitting in my very messy posh room right now that I did (laughs) not clean up after photographing yesterday and that this is something like now that we're talking about it, I want to like really like make a goal and I want to report back in one of the upcoming episodes because I've been so guilty of this. Like I feel like when I first started working from home, I took so much pride in my posh room and like keeping it really clean and organized. Yeah. And it's like like I take all the pictures and I have like a bunch of clothes like draped over this little like half pony wall in this room um, until I like put them in inventory a different time. And, or I have like, okay, there's, I did my shipping, but now I have like all those little pieces of the little poly mailers that you peel off with the mm, stick. Yeah. Like those are just everywhere right now. Like all the tags from Goodwill from when I took photos, like they're just like sitting on a pile, like on my desk. There's like receipts that I need to put away. I'm just looking around right now. It's chaotic. And it's like, yeah, no wonder I don't want to come work in here in the morning first thing. <laughs> like, exactly. It's like, it's like, it's not like fun to go back to that space like it's really fun to leave that space at the end of the day when you're like I don't have to clean it up someone else will do that but But I'm the only employee yeah (laughs) exactly but yeah yeah I mean that's exactly why that's gonna be a big goal for me because that like I used to love that when I come in and it was just like clean it was like okay what am I gonna do today like the whole day feels open it just sets the whole day on a bad note when you're like okay well the first thing I have to do is like move all this weird stuff around so I can even get anything else done you're already behind on the to-do list because you have 30 minutes of cleaning to do before and then we're behind (laughs) on the to-do list (laughs) (laughs) yeah I think that's exactly why it's good to like rethink of these tips every once in a while because it's like 
it's easy to get into a like a new routine, but it's easy to fall out of them too and kind of let things go. So, so true. No, I was listening back to even some of our early episodes. Going back to basics is like a great tip. This has nothing to do with today's episode, but it's like, yes, I agree. Sometimes we're like, oh, we already did an episode on that. Like, I don't want to talk about it, but it's like going back to basics matters and like even listening to other reselling podcasts like i know we've talked about thrifter sisters um and like regina's podcast it has a new name now but it used to be called the dime store cowgirls and like sometimes if you need a good podcast too like going back and listening to like old episodes of those it's like the material still holds up it's great totally agree (laughs) (laughs) all right the next tip we have is quote unquote getting ready in the morning this, again, doesn't have to be anything fancy, but there's something to be said about just, like, even taking, like, five, ten minutes in the morning, switching out of the clothes you slept in into equally comfortable clothes, like a fresh <laughs> pair of leggings, a fresh crew neck. You don't have to be dressed to the nines, but popping on a clean outfit, washing your face, running a brush through your hair, brushing your teeth, you know, the basic things. It sounds easy enough, but, like, I've definitely had days, too, where it's, like, I just like kind of roll out of bed and I like, you know, take my dog outside, like, and just kind of then just like get started on opening Poshmark. And it's like, just doesn't set the tone for a great day when you kind of just feel like you're not your best self, you know? Totally. Yeah. And especially if like, you're someone that works from home every single day, it's like the days kind of add up and you're like, man, I haven't like that's what I'm saying I've been doing this for nine days in a row now so but yeah I've I think you're really forgetting what too. you look like when you get ready it's like, exactly <laughs> where then like I'll go out to dinner and I'm like whoa like I'm like I don't even remember how to put on eyeliner <laughs> you feel like, like the princess diaries makeover <laughs> yeah your husband looks at you a little different like wow I haven't seen this girl in a while or even you look at yourself like it's just like if you look in the mirror too many times and you see like your hair on top of your head like you look like I always call it you know on Matilda Miss Trunchbull when she has her hair and like that sweaty bun on top of her head when she's yeah and she's throwing shot puts and she just looks like so sweaty and like sometimes that's me for like days in a row and it's like yeah. And then it's like, I don't want to like post anything on Instagram because I look like Miss Trunchbull. It's just like a bad cycle. <laughs> I don't want to take like, modeling photos. You're like hoping you don't run into anyone at the thrift store. Like, so true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's like me if I'm like, hopefully no one has their cameras on at work because I... <laughs> I'm not camera ready. Yeah. But like, I mean, the good thing about. All of that is, like, I feel like if I put on, like, a tiny bit of makeup, like, literally just, like, concealer under my eyes and mascara, I'm, like, whoa, like, whole new person. So that is, like, a good takeaway where I feel like I would have more of a full coverage day-to-day when I, like, needed to, yeah, like, be out and about all day. So doesn't need to be a lot and really just, like, Changing your honestly, clothes, washing your face, no makeup. Putting moisturizer on and yeah. putting your hair in a fresh ponytail. I mean, it makes a game-changing difference. Totally. Yeah. So that's a that's a really good tip as well. 
And then the last tip we had of just like, if you're in one of those moments where you're just like, okay, I'm not getting anything done. I don't know what to do next. Like, just like kind of frustrated. It can help to just like step away from the workspace, which kind of seems counterintuitive if you're like, I haven't been productive. And like, now I'm going to like, literally just not do anything like, but it can help to just like, literally like walk around your block once you know step outside for a minute and like give yourself five minutes and then like come back um that really helps me I think especially like during lunchtime if I can like get outside and just like reset before I like try to jump into something that can really help have a productive you know second half to the work day or what have you that's so true. Yeah. Getting outside does make a difference and just giving yourself like, yeah, that quick time to step away from your work and like reset. Yeah. It's definitely not counterproductive. I know like what you're saying, like it feels like, but I'm behind. I should just like keep working, but it's like, dude, just take five minutes. Like it's going to pay off. Like you're clearly not in the right headspace <laughs> to work right now anyway. So like it's take a breather. Not- it's it'll help you in the long run. So sometimes you need a timeout. And then, yeah, when you said that, that kind of, but branching off of that, if you have the ability to like, you know, you don't have to work outside all day, but like, that's something when we like moved into our house, I'm like, oh, I'm going to like sit outside and like do my listings in the yeah. morning. And I like never do that. And, you know, we, we moved down here from the Midwest and but you too, like we have pretty nice weather <laughs> where we live now. We got to be taking advantage. We should be like sitting outside even for just like one short task every now and then just to get a little fresh air. And Totally. Well, those are our tips. This was super motivating for me. I'm like so glad we talked about this. I feel like I have so many ideas for this upcoming week to try to reset some of these habits to make it just like, you know, almost like romanticizing your life working from home. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, I totally agree where sometimes I get in a rut where I'm like, Oh, I work from home, like whatever. But yeah, like, it is a it is a really cool perk that some people have. And we just got to remember some of these tips so we can feel productive and get our stuff done. So true. Yeah. And even if people like work a full-time job, maybe in person somewhere. And then they're doing like reselling on the side, working from home. These are still some good ways to like freshen up that work time for yourself to like, you know, totally. Cause sometimes, I mean, those, if you're like you, if you're a part-time reseller and you know, let's say you were working in person somewhere, it's like, you would need these tips more than ever to keep motivated. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) You would need these tips on like, on like the Saturday that you're trying to do your reselling stuff. Yes. Um, these would be super helpful too. It doesn't have to be a, a full-time thing. Sweet. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. If you enjoyed it, feel free to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We love reading the reviews. I saw we got a couple new ones this last week. So thank you guys for that. And yeah, it helps other people find our podcast and we love them. Awesome. Also, if you have a listener win or a question you'd like us to discuss on an upcoming episode, you can email us at sisterswhoposh at gmail.com or message us on Instagram at sisterswhoposh. Also, if I meant to say this earlier, but if you're still listening and um, 
you are going to that Kate baby, sorry, if you and you are going to that kite baby warehouse sale, or you have gone in the past, like reach out. I want to know all the details, <laughs> take pics, tag us and stuff. Like I, I'm so bummed that I might not be able to go this year. So yeah. Or even like, I know there's other places that do like warehouse sales where you have to, that are similar. Like you need a ticket and like, they're like, biannual events so even if you haven't been to this specific one like let us know your experience because we have definitely something we're <laughs> interested in but have not participated in yet sweet awesome well we will be back next week with a brand new episode until then love you tay love you too bye bye <laughs>